Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs... Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to a Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and I'm delighted to be joined uh, this evening by Kevin McCluskey. We're at halftime of the Scottish Cup final, Kev. And this has been a huge game, massive build-up. Um, a lot of the attention on our gaffer, Ange Postacoglu, who has watched on from the sidelines. Uh, and I noticed he was screaming, and I mean screaming on 35 minutes, at Jota down the right. And it was from the right-hand side, but from the boot of O'Reilly that a, a brilliant ball came in and we opened the scoring. Um, did that first half go the way you expected? Not really. Well, yes and no, I'll say. Not really in terms that I thought would be more than one up by half time, But in terms of the um, possession-wise and the way that we've played, probably, yeah. I expected that we would dominate possession. We have, we must be up around about 80% possession in that half. It's been pretty dominant that way. Some slack passing, I would say, on our behalf has kind of let us down. Um, give a wee bit of credit, I think, to Inverness because they've got back and defended in numbers, which you would expect. But I, I don't think they've been particularly well organised defensively. I think there's been spaces that we could capitalise in on. We just haven't. But that goal, that goal's massive. And it's come at a great time for us, you know. It's, what was it, six, seven minutes before half time. It's given us proper boost and lift going into the break. And for those last few minutes, again, we've looked like we could just turn the screw and get a second. So happy that we're going in ahead. Happy that we've dominated the game. Areas that we can improve on, though, in terms of that crispness of passing and getting the final pass through. But, you know, if you're 1-0 up at halftime in a cup final, you're... Uh, you're a hard man if you're going to be unhappy at that. Well, we obviously over the last couple of weeks have um, 
welcomed a new contributor to Axon. Uh, Jerry Taylor has been on the show the last couple of Thursdays, and we said this morning that um, if he wasn't hiding behind behind his couch at half time, would he be all right to come on the half time show? Thankfully, after Kyogo's goal, he is able to come on. He looks, well, mate. What, what's your inspiration? Is it the Ultimate Warrior? I think I might get carried away, mate. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't drink anymore. So I came off the drink about two months ago, and I'm thinking, what can I do? Like, uh, so this, that, and that. I'm getting carried away, and well, I'm also hiding great. a really shit haircut that I've got. Well, listen, remember the pandemic. That's all I'm saying, right? Um, where we all had bad haircuts, and uh, remember last time I was on. The the thing, your hair looks fine, mate. Don't worry about that. I'm just I'm just looking at the the face paint and thinking it's smoking. Oh no, I think my Wi-Fi's crap and all. Vintage 1990 WWF. Um, but see, when before the game have gone in, Kevin, and I think we're always really careful to to say, well, we're not going to say it's going to be four, five, six nil, right? We're always very careful because games often don't go the way that you expect them to go. And then you go out against Aberdeen and you tank them five nil. But the, the timing of that goal by Kyogo um, will open um, a lot of the space at the back there because I just felt, well, I'll come to you, Jerry, first. Although Inverness have done nothing really in the game, every single time they, they've been hunting in packs, every time Celtic have had the ball, hunting in packs, snuffing it out, and the quality of a Jota or a quality of O'Reilly, even with that quality, it's difficult when you're just snuffed out like that. I don't know right. if Jerry's Wi Fi. You've got to give credit to Inverness, Cali Thistle, as well. Oh, I think I've got a delay, mate. Do you want me to come off and come back? Because I think I've screwed you up. You could try that. You could try that. Yeah, that would be ideal. It's um, Yeah, over to you then, Kev, with regards to that. Hunting in packs, hunting in packs. And even when you've got the quality there, um, it's difficult to break that down, isn't it? It can be, yeah. As I was saying, I think what Inverness have done well is they've got bodies back in numbers. We've seen it often enough. You know, they've got maybe five or six, even seven in a row along the 18-yard box. It is difficult to find space. But what I've kind of noticed that they've been doing at times is, is maybe going about man for man almost. So if we can get the movement, someone moves a defender out, they're not disciplined enough that they're holding the line, they're, they're tracking the man. So there's spaces that we can get in behind. Um, and I guess, I, in a way, that's probably like a learning curve for us in this game as well for that, because... We're used to defences playing in a certain way against us. Inverness aren't quite doing it. They're trying to block the space, but not always managing it at times. We need, we need to be sharper with the passing, I think, a bit quicker. Atate, for me, was probably one of the, the disappointments at times because I felt he could just have moved it on a bit quicker. But getting the goal changes everything because they're going to tire as the game goes on. As we get to the hour mark, the fact they haven't played for a month is really going to kick in. As you say, we're hunting in packs. We're going in there. You know, you've got O'Reilly, Kyogo, Jota all closing down at the one time. Chances will come in the second half as the game goes on. So, you know, we're one up. Um, and it puts us in a great position, I think, for that second half because Inverness will need to come out a wee bit more. There will be spaces in behind. Um, and, you know, we weren't going to put a number on it in the, in the pre-match. But let's say if we get three or four, you know, we could comfortably win the game by three or four come the end of it, I would think. 
My prediction this morning, Kevin, was 3-0. And again, not because of any disrespect. I just think what you've, you've made the point there uh, about the, the kind of tempo that Celtic play at. And even if we didn't have that, that goal there in the first half, I think we'd be sitting here very frustrated at the performance and the fact that we weren't ahead. But you can grind it out and be patient and Celtic will eventually grind a team like Inverness down who haven't played a competitive game in a month. Jerry, I'm going to come back to you. Hopefully we're all up and running and everything's running on uh, par with us over here. Now, you said you would join us if you weren't hiding behind your couch. Was there any moments in that first half you were thinking it wasn't going to work out for us? We weren't going to be world record holders this, this evening? I every minute that we didn't have the ball, because that's the kind of guy I am, mate, honestly. Like, I genuinely, I sent you a, a wee picture, the calm before the storm today. So I went and climbed a hill in the middle of nowhere, metal detecting, because all of a sudden it came into my head, oh, we've underestimated them. We've been talking about Ange, we've been doing this. I was scared of another supercarly go ballistic, and I, I genuinely had to go up into the hills. My missus was like, go a walk, just go a walk. So I went in, metal detecting. And I came back and I put in the group chat, inspire me. I'm feeling a bit jittery. Everyone's like, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. And then I felt better and I started to watch the game. I was all right. And then I just thought, I don't know. And this is a credit to Inverness because we always talk about every game against Celtic's a cup final. This is their cup final in the cup final. And it's just like... uh, There was a lot of worry until the goal went in, but even now in the second half... I'm confident, but not as confident as uh, the 4 0 was predicting earlier. You know, there's um, Jim Moore is on on a Friday on a Celtic State of Mind. He's been contributing. Love Jim. He's brilliant. But he's one of these individuals who watches a game of football and can't enjoy it until Celtic are three goals up. And I get it. I totally get it. (laughs) But there there does come a point, I think, in Angie's team where we start to express ourselves and things start to happen a wee bit more naturally. And there's more of a flow and it's fluid. And I think the goal, getting that goal first, um, will allow us to do that. Uh, In terms of slack passing, I know what you were saying there, Kev. Um, I think Hatati was unlucky in the first half because there was an interplay between him and Jota and it was just a slip. If he hadn't lost his foot and Hatati's scoring at that point and you're looking at a completely different game. Um, But I'm going to go back to the point I made to you before, Kevin. 35 minutes in, Ange absolutely bellowing at the top of his voice. Jota, I don't think he was impressed with his positioning. Um, Have you been impressed with the wingers? Because that's the two areas that I highlighted at the beginning of the game would, would really work for us. I've actually made a note on the on 32 minutes, so I'm before Ange in this one. And I'm saying um, <laughs> uh, both wingers have been quiet, ineffectual in the ball. And I, they have been. We spoke about it before the game that we thought that um, Jota, Maeda would be the two boys that would take the game to Inverness and they'd be our key players. That's where we would get the success. Up until that point, they were both pretty poor. Nothing was coming off for them. And but then again, a lot of our play was, for me, it was coming through the middle. It was Starfield and Iwata that were like striding forward. They both had chances when we could have taken on long-range efforts, but they chose not to. And then it's going to Maeda, not to Maeda, sorry, to Hatate. And that's where I'm thinking he was a bit slow to pick the right pass on a few occasions. So really up until that point, there was a lot of things that just weren't quite working. Things just weren't clicking. But definitely the two wide players up till then were disappointing. But then my next note, like one thirty-three, is Maida cuts inside and he gets the shot off that goes wide. 
And yeah. that's when it all starts to click into place. The wingers start to get a wee bit more involved, start taking the game more to Inverness. I know the goal's not from Jota, but it's from his position, that inside right kind of position. And it's O'Reilly that does the job. And it's such a typical Ange goal again, isn't it? Just like someone in the yeah. inside right position. It's a low cross to the front post. And you just know Kyogo's getting the great movement, gets ahead of the defender. Only one place that ball's finishing up. That that seems to be almost like a signature move um, and a signature goal for Kyogo. And there was a game earlier on this season, Jerry, that Kevin and I were um, covering. It was Aberdeen at Petaudry. And it looked as though it was going to be one of those days where no matter how hard we tried, we weren't going to be able to break them down. And after the game, we did win 1-0. McGregor obviously saved the bacon that day. Ange uh, bemoaned the fact that he, he he drills it into his players, get the ball across quick and low, across the front, and Kyogo will be on the end of it. And we weren't doing it that, that particular day. I think, though, to be fair, it, there was probably only one or two occasions where we could have done it, um, Jerry. But again, you know, to be honest with you, I've not been complacent coming into this game. I just look at the the fact of the matter that, you know, in terms of where we are against where Inverness are, um, in the pecking order of Scottish football, we should win this game. Even if it had gone 50, 55, 60 minutes, I still think we would have ground them down. Patrick McLaughlin agrees. You're in on the YouTube, Patrick. Hopefully you're enjoying your day um, and you're saying they'll have nothing left by 70th minute. Kev made that point and I think you're absolutely spot on. Liam, Liam Reid, pretty slow game, but 1-0 will do me. Listen, I remember a cup final where we beat Unfermline Athletic 1-0 and uh, Pierre Dumbe scored the goal and he was never seen again. It does, at the end of the day, if we win the world record and Ange shakes hands with Dermot Desmond in the showers at Hamden and everything's good and rosy <laughs> in the garden, no one will care as long as we win yeah. the game. Um, second half, Jerry, how do we approach it? Is it Basically, go again, do exactly what it is. That's their game plan. They're now, um, what you know, they're on the back foot now. They're going to have to open up. They're going to have to come at us, and that's where we can find the pockets of space behind their their defence. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's more of the same, but we're a wee bit more. And I think, big man, what you said just kind of covers it all. We are talking about we expected to hammer them on the wings. We've been expecting that, so. Clearly Inverness have been expecting that as well and that's that's why their tactics have been stoppers there. So now we've got to kind of, do we drive through the middle? Do we come out in the wings? Angel get it right. But I think everyone you've been saying spawn guys and ten, the, the next half's just a case of do it bigger and better and let's bring this home, boys, eh? Exactly. John Kerr, I think that's a great way of describing the situation. We're trying to pick a lock rather than kick the door in. Listen, sometimes you've just got to boot the door in. And uh, now that we've picked the lock, John, I think that, uh, you know, the second half is going to be different. I predicted 3-0 today because I think we're more than capable of beating most teams in in the Premier Division, the Premiership 3-0, never mind uh, the Championship. So, yeah, I think 3-0 would be reasonable. It looks like a warm day there. In terms of who you've been impressed with in that first half, Kevin, I'm going to say O'Reilly. I think Matt O'Reilly's a very, very good first half. Yeah, I would think so. Like I say, for a team that's dominated the game as much as we have in terms of possession, there were very few proper standout players in that half. But O'Reilly's probably been the one. He set up the goal, he's been digging in, winning the ball back when it's been loose. I think he had a first effort of the game, that kind of half volley thing when mm. the ball broke out and he's hit it in the ground and it's gone over. Everything that we've done that's been good leading up to the goal has come through him at some point. 
he's been he's been the most impressive player so far. Um, yeah, so he'd been the one. But actually, for me as well, the two centre backs, because I think they've driven us forward when there's been limited options in front of them. Both of them, Starfelt and Iwata, have both just taken it, strode forward, could maybe have had a shot or two themselves if they wanted to. But it's good to see them getting forward. And then I'll say, because I love him, Greg Taylor. Again, another one. Yeah. He's, he's been boy, so man. advanced. He's been, he's been up in the right wing more than Jota's been in the right wing <laughs> in that half. Yeah. He's been everywhere. <laughs> so, actually, for, for again, for someone who's just said not very many players would get past Max, I think I've just went through half the team. No, but again, sometimes <laughs> sometimes with Starfield, Starfield's the type of guy that comes in for criticism, but when he has a game like he just had there in the first half where it was solid, composed, he, he was showing that leadership quality that we spoke about before the game, Kev, and then you've got Awata, who's only played a couple of games in that position for Celtic at least, uh, looking really steady as a result of that as well. So, yeah, you've got to highlight it, and I think Taylor as well, you know, to see him with the ball in the centre circle, passing it to Johnson, and the interplay between your two fullbacks in the centre of the park. You know, on paper that, that shouldn't work, but it does because that's the way that Ange has got us set up. We're going to go to the second half. Jerry, um, thanks very much for coming in, my friend, and obviously we'll catch up during the week. Enjoy the rest yeah. of the game. Every Hello. single person in the comment section, uh, 600 strong, thanks for joining us. Give us a thumbs up. Go and enjoy the rest of the second half and we'll see you at full time. Thank you once again for joining us on a Celtic State of Mind. Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.